I'm Mr. Marvel, and it's my job to catch you up on all the things going on in the MCU. So settle in, and let's not waste another minute. Welcome to episode 12. Today, we are going to take a deep dive into all the cameos that appeared in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So if you have not seen this movie, I would advise to save this episode until you do, as this will be full of spoilers. And I mean some big movie ruining spoilers. I'm not going to go through these cameos in any particular order. So we are going to start with the biggest. And when I say that, we are jumping right into the Illuminati, getting the introduction started off with one of my favorite characters, Black Bolt, played by the one and only Anson Mount, reprising his role from one of my favorite Marvel ABC TV shows, Inhumans, that did air back in 2017. Now, if you are not familiar with Black Bolt, then you have come to the right place. Black Bolt first appeared in Fantastic Four number 45. Now, he is the king of Adelan, and this is where the Inhumans live. His powers include superhuman strength, flight, particle manipulation, limited telepathy, and destructive hypersonic voice. Now, he is most notably called Black Bolt, but his real name is Blackagar Boltigan which Dr. Strange had a quick-witted response to hearing his name, bringing us to Captain Carter, someone we have all been waiting to see brought to life on the big screen since her appearance in the What If episode. What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? But I bet you didn't know that the first appearance of Captain Carter was in Exiles number three, published by Marvel Comics in 2018. Haley Atwell was born to play Peggy Carter, and this gives her, I believe, her seventh cameo appearance as portraying Peggy Carter throughout the MCU, which she is now right on the heels of Tony Stark. Now, even though this version was chopped in half by her own shield, I don't think it will be her last appearance within the MCU. We also had Captain Marvel. However, this variant was one that we all hoped was going to be Superior Iron Man. I really love how Marvel kept us on the edge of our seats up until the premiere. This Captain Marvel variant was none other than Lashana Lynch reprising her role of Maria Rambeau. We would have to assume that in her universe, she beat Carol Danvers to the Air Force base that morning, basically reversing their roles. Now, would this mean that Danvers started S.W.O.R.D.? leading me to believe that she also could have had a daughter that then becomes Photon. This multiverse and infinite realities thing really gets your mind going in more than 14 million directions. Now, the most mind-blowing cameo the MCU has ever given us has to be that of Reed Richards. When the variant of Christine Palmer said to our Doctor Strange that all of this stuff was from the Baxter Foundation, I about 
lost it. Now, if you were confused here and could not put it together, this is a government-funded institution for young scientists and prodigies founded by Franklin Storm. That's right, a name drop right to the Fantastic Four. Now, my mind is literally blown as the smartest man alive, Reed Richards, was introduced, being portrayed by none other than John Krasansky. The smartest man alive, Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. Now, this is an awesome introduction into the Fantastic Four, especially stating that he has two kids, leading me to believe that that means we have the possibility of an introduction to Franklin and Valerie, a.k.a. Powerhouse and Brainstorm. But I won't hold my breath on that one. Just know that I am happy we are still getting a new Fantastic Four movie in the near future. Leaving us with our last Illuminati cameo. One we all knew about, so no surprise here. Sir Patrick Stewart reprising his most notable role. Nope, not Captain Picard, the iconic Charles Xavier, better known to us as Professor X, first introduced in X-Men number one back in 1963. Now, he was sporting the iconic yellow hover chair and green suit, taking me back to the early 90s cartoon TV series. I do really wish Marvel had not put his voice or any aspect of him in the trailer because it would have been so much more exciting for this to be a surprise. Either way, it was awesome. This concludes the Illuminati cameos. Let's see what else we had throughout this movie. Back at Comitage, we saw Master Hamir. Now, if you remember in the first Doctor Strange movie, Doctor Strange thought that he was the Sorceress Supreme. We also got to see Sarah for the first time, who is, well, was the love interest of Wong, giving her life to destroy the Darkhold. We also got a minor role from Dr. Nicodemus West, sad and depressed as he was blipped and lost everything. My favorite cameo here was that of Bruce Campbell. However, my speculation of seeing him finally suit up as Boulder the Brave was incorrect. Now, I was kind of upset by this, but with his history and friendship with Sam Raimi, he got to be Pizza Papa, who not only had a spell cast on him by Doctor Strange, but also gave us a fourth wall-breaking end credit scene. Speaking of credit scenes, that brings me to my last cameo, The Incredible Charlize Theron portraying Clea. Now, back in my episode number one, I called this. I have known since February she was going to appear in this movie. Let me break down Clea for you, just like I had to when I saw this movie for the first time, as no one had any idea to this character's identity. Most people thought 
it was Psylocke. Clea's first appearance took place in that of Doctor Strange, Strange Tales, number 126, back in 1964. Now, Clea is from the Dark Dimension, and she is related to Dormammu. She basically has been stalking Doctor Strange since he entered the Dark Dimension, eventually kind of coming out of the shadows and saving his life. She then becomes a disciple of Doctor Strange and eventually the love interest and finally his wife. The fact that we are going to get another appearance by Doctor Strange makes me think that with Clea by his side, we would be led to believe the Defenders could be coming back as they helped them out a lot throughout the comics. And with all this Disney Plus talk about rebooting Daredevil, Iron Fist, everything, all we need is a new Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, and there's our Defenders. Then, of course, we had the appearance of Tommy and Billy, which I am still curious as to if they actually had their powers. Also, three Doctor Strange variants, along with what I will still classify as Zombie Strange. A not-so-powerful Wanda variant, the Christine variant, and of course, the Mordo variant, who is still a dick. Oh, and I almost forgot about Rentar. I could also go as far as saying the existence of Ultron as those Sentinels were following his commands. Leading us to the end of our deep dive into the cameos that appeared in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Let's talk about this week's Instagram games. Starting off with Tuesday's This or That Villains and Heroes Edition. Ironmonger vs. The Hulk Buster. And oddly enough, no one voted for Ironmonger giving the Hulkbuster the win. Abomination versus the Hulk. And Hulk smashed the competition with the win. Hela versus Cersei. Though she is gone, well, maybe, she is certainly not forgotten. Hela with the win. Saving the best for last, the Scarlet Witch versus Agatha Harkness. The clear witchy winner was the Scarlet Witch, as I cannot believe that absolutely no one voted for that nosy next-door neighbor. We will match these two up again once House of Harkness comes out on Disney+. Plus. Next up, we had our Friday's favorites, Fantastic Four Edition, matching up the 2005 characters with the 2015 characters. Now, this one did not go over as well as I had expected it to, because we paired up Ben Grimm versus Ben Grimm. We paired up Johnny Storm versus Johnny Storm. We paired up Susan Storm versus Susan Storm. We paired up Victor Von Doom Verse, that's right, Victor Von Doom. And we paired up Reed Richards versus 
Reed Richards. And the outcome was unanimous. Not a single character from the 2015 movie won. I mean, honestly, I'm not surprised by the outcome of this one, as the 2015 Fantastic Four is in my top five worst MCU movies. But I had to drop this one to lead into the last piece of the game, as it was unanimous, the 2022 Reed Richards was by far the best. And I do hope we get to see him again. Thanks to everyone that played along this past week. And I hope you are ready for what's coming out this week. So make sure you are following at Mr. Marvel's Minutes on Instagram so you don't miss out on the fun. And don't forget to check out the Needlessly Nerdy Network. And you're probably asking yourself, what is that? Well, the Needlessly Nerdy Network is a conglomerate of podcasts and blogs that provide entertainment, news, and reviews about all things nerdy, including movies, TV, books, video games, tabletop games, cons, pulp culture, and more. So for more nerdy podcasts, head on over to needlesslynerdy.com. You can also click the links in the description for this episode. If you are enjoying Mr. Marvel's Minutes, please take the time to leave me a rating and review on whichever platform you are using. And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family so they can join in on all the fun too. Make sure you click that little bell so you'll get notified first when we release a new episode. As always, thanks for listening and make sure you are following me on all social media platforms. Just search Mr. Marvel's Minutes. Mr. Marvel's Minutes is brought to you by Crafts by Spooky Blonde where it's spooky, but with some pixie dust. Just search Etsy for Crafts by Spooky Blonde. You can also become a Patreon to help us keep the mic on. The Needlessly Nerdy Podcast Network, your source for all things nerdy. www.needlesslynerdy.com